Hi, I'm Rosh from Energy Matters. Welcome to our podcast, Road to Zero, where we dive headfirst into all things renewable. Join us as we chat with industry experts, tech specialists, and some of your favorite TV and radio personalities, asking the renewable energy questions that you want answers to. Our goal, a zero carbon future. In this episode, I'm absolutely delighted to be catching up with Natalie Bowen, who has been in the design industry for over 20 years and founded Ender Island, which has been commissioned both Australia-wide and internationally. Natalie's work has received many industry awards and is now featured in many magazines, social media, and TV programs, such as Dream Homes, Ready Set Renault, Luxury Homes Revealed, Best Houses Australia, and Through the Front Gate. Natalie, how are you? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I've done a lot, huh? <laughs> You've done a crazy amount of stuff. I had to do research before this. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah. And 20 years, like, it seems like, it seems like a lifetime, to be honest. <laughs> oh, You've accomplished so much, so much, Natalie, but what I actually see from the work, you know, obviously spending a bit of time together as we did in Renovate and Rebuild and now Open Homes and obviously reading more about you, you kind of almost seem that you're at the very beginning of your journey. Like you've done a lot, but you're doing so much more. I mean, first, wait, wait, so you, did, you started the business 20 years ago? Well, look, it's probably been, I mean, my dad was a builder, so I probably started when I was two. So, you know, going around to building sites and, you know, picking up stuff and making stuff. And, you know, it was just one of those things that was always been within me. So, you know, designing, being able to walk into a, a space and, you know, for renovations, it's just become, you know, a really natural progression. So I didn't yeah. actually go to TAFE until I was 15. So I went through, you know, that side of things of, of doing, um, you know, what they call interior architecture now, but interior design. So I started really, really young. Um, and even though, you know, Inter Island has been around for a long time, you know, what I've been doing has probably been longer. But you're absolutely right. You know, you've always got to stay a student. Um, and I think in this ever-evolving world of, you know, design and products and, you know, everything to do with creativity, you've always got to be on your game consistently. And there's always, you know, things that you've got to introduce into your business consistently to make it really relevant and, you know, really encompass the consumer to make sure that you're giving them the best you know, high-end professional information that they need because at the end of the day, we're really just encyclopedias that the consumer can lean on to get all of that knowledge out of. Absolutely. And expectations keep rising as well. I mean, you see some, you know, some, of the, some of the quality that you've introduced and the designs that you've come up with, which are absolutely beautiful. And then you just look at every single show or home, or, you know, home improvement show that we, you know, we're either involved in or what or watch or are being produced on a month to month basis and annual basis. The property just keeps on stepping up. You never think, you know, you see something that's incredible that can't be better, you know, better. And then, you know, the next the next year you see developments on that, different styles, different techniques, different materials. It's absolutely incredible. I mean, what what had you start into Ireland? I mean, what you know, what was that? What what is Inder Island? Well, so so well, Inder Island, well, Island um, really started out more in the interior design uh, focus. You know, so my whole uh, business has really evolved from you know beautiful styling through to you know doing selections in in lovely homes to getting a builder's license. So we encompass everything from now start to finish, and that was a deliberate um, move for us purely because. 
to do the you know the beautiful you've got to do you know a foundation so you've got to literally work from the ground up and create these amazing homes and nobody in Australia was was doing what we were doing in regards to you know the Hamptons I mean Hamptons wasn't even a known word I don't think until probably about you know five to six years ago so um, it really evolved when we were living in Queensland and we were converting these beautiful Queensland homes which obviously lent themselves to you know being on the beach beachside you know suburbs um, you know having these beautiful mansion style Hampton homes and now everybody knows what Hamptons homes is so I'd like to think that we had teeny peeny you you know, piece of, um, you know, influence as to, you know, creating those sorts of styles because Australia just obviously lent itself so naturally to that. So Inder Island really became, um, you know, my baby and and really, you know, looking at what, what was missing in the market, what wasn't being done. And one of the things that I really noticed was that, you know, everybody you know, there was, and I don't want to take offence here, but there was a lot of people that were, you know, interior, you know, decorators, um, you know, there was a lot of builders out there, but the high level of performance wasn't really there. So we really wanted yeah. to make sure that we united that, you know, that high-end professionalism. It wasn't about the money. It was about creating these beautiful lifestyle homes for people. It was encompassing, you know, great design with beautiful finishes, uh, you know, because when people are spending their money, regardless of whether it's 500000 or, you know, $50 million, you've got to give them, you know, exactly the best that they can afford and the quality that they can afford. And, and that was a part of the market that I was seeing that was being missed. And there were so many different factors. You know, some people go to a draftsperson or an architect, then they go to a designer, then they go to a builder. So we wanted to really encompass all of that into a package to have a one-stop shop almost so that people knew what their vision was going to be at the very end of the build and yep. they knew what they wanted to but then we were able to really you know track that back to the beginning steps to show them how they could get that end by going through that whole process so it's worked really well for us um you know it's an implementation that i felt was needed it was a niche in the market that wasn't being done and so you know we are really a one-stop shop to create all of those beautiful looks and homes. I mean, that's absolutely incredible. Is it just, I know you're based in, um, in Western Australia. Um, is your, you know, can you look after customers across the entire country or is it just? Yeah, country and internationally as well. So look, we've been really fortunate, in fact, and I find it quite ironic that we even get work in New York and Manhattan and and even the Hamptons, which I just, you know, incredible. But, you know, we're here in little old WA. Um, as I said, we we had gone, we, we'd lived in um, overseas. We'd lived overseas for quite some time. So, you know, we do have, you know, all of those sorts of um, encompassments within the business. So we've had the opportunity to do that. We came back and then we lived in Queensland and then we moved back to our hometown at WA about 10 years ago. When look, it was a really scary move at the time because our business had really been derived on the East Coast. Um, but what we just found is that, you know, these days with Zoom and getting on planes when we could and now, um, it was just yeah. a very easy transition, you know, to really offer that uh, platform right the way throughout. So, for example, today um, we've got two builds in Queensland, we've got two in Sydney, three in Melbourne, and we've got about eight here in WA. So it definitely leans more heavily towards WA because we're obviously based here, but by yeah. no means um, does that, you know, stop us from doing, you know, work. We've, we've even done work in New Zealand. Uh, Singapore, um, you know, as I said, over in America, you know, so it really, I mean, India was another place, you know, I mean, they no have 
monstrosity, beautiful home. They go, oh, you know, we want a beautiful Hampton style. So it does it location now, um, which I just, it blows my mind. Um, locality for anybody wherever they are, they can absolutely have an international business very, very easily because we can now with technology. That's absolutely incredible. How do you manage the trades and you know in, in different countries? I mean, Matt, that must be incredibly hard. Because one thing, the one thing you touched on, and I was going to ask you, um, what three things differentiate you from your competitors? But to be fair, we've got about you know, there's a there's a lot that we've discovered. But I'll let you isolate those three in a second. But what I love about it is that one stop shop. You know, being able to control the entire process from start to finish. Because I know as, as someone who wants to um you know renovate or build at the end of this year our dream home, which will be in Queensland. And now I know you do Queensland. We're definitely going to be talking. <laughs> um, you know, you, you're very paranoid about what the, uh, different steps of the process, especially the building component, mm. because all the horror stories I've heard revolve around the design, the architecture looks stunning, looks amazing. But then you have the middle bit, which is the most important part, which is the implementation and the build and timeframes and, you know, the costs just explode in some horror stories that I've, I've heard. And yeah. I yeah, the project management is probably one of the key components to that, to manage that. So firstly, I understand how you would manage it domestically, but is it just aligning yourself with the right partners if you're doing something outside of market? Yeah, absolutely. And look, one of the things that we did um, about 18 months ago is what we launched uh, a, a building company really to encompass best practices. And it was a company that we um, wanted to franchise model to duplicate out because you're absolutely right. The building industry, um, you know, and, and really getting the suppliers and the brands and, and encompassing that and having that good project management skill set of communication and being the conduit between builder and the consumer is is something that, again, was, was being missed. It was one of those things that people assumed that a builder um, is a designer, is a communicator, is an accountant, is able to do all of those things. And some can, um, most definitely. However, they normally, a great builder will have a backing of, you know, all of those things so he can just get on and do what he does, which is a build or she does, which is a good build. So that yeah. communication process is absolutely key to it. Um, and it's, uh, you know, making sure that you're, you know, you're getting the right quotes. It's making sure that you get, um, you know, testimonials and you're able to see the work that they've done beforehand. It's making sure that you not only speak to the, the client that they've had, but also their team of trades, because how a builder will put the face on to speak to a client can be completely different to how he operates with his trades as in payments, as in, you know, the communication, the, you know, all of the best practices that he needs to implement is that being passed down, you know, to, to the brickie? Is that being passed down to the cabinet maker and, the, you know, the carpenter? So it's all of those things encompassing that communication process. And, you know, you, you know pretty much straight away who you're dealing with and, you know, whether they have the ability to communicate and allow you to then communicate with trades. Yeah. Um, if they don't allow that, well, then straight away, red flag. You know, if, yeah. if you're not able to get that testimonial from, you know, the trades, if they've had a bad experience. And look, we're all human. There's always mistakes and things that are being made. But if there's, you know, a, the re, the um, the resolve of, you know, conflict is also another really, really good point to, you know, to add into all of that because, you know, builds are really complicated, you know, and they're, um, you know, they're time consuming and, and it's people's hard-earned money and it's their lifelong dream and passion that they're putting into, you know, their family home that they've got to live in day in, day out. So if there's not that, you know, conflict resolution, if there are issues within all of that, well, 
that's again a red flag. So there's so many layers of different things that you have to, um, you know, work through, whether it be local or international. Um, you know, language barriers sometimes can be a little tricky, but, you know, that's why we've kind of kept within countries that we know and can communicate well in. Um, but, you know, yeah. we have a great streamlined system that, you know, is straight off the bat, this is how we operate, this is what we do, and communication is key. That's fantastic. And um, what, you know, one thing I'm really, you know, inspired by with your organisation particularly is your adoption of, you know, sustainable materials, of energy ratings, you know, incorporating yeah. renewable energy technology, which obviously we help you with as, as often as we can, which is absolutely, is absolutely incredible. And, you know, surprisingly to me, there's still a lot of properties being built today that um, don't care about the energy rating or haven't factored in the low energy, a high energy rating or using sustainable materials or even includes yeah. renewable energy technology, which makes absolutely no sense, obviously, to me. Um, before we get on to that, you know, specifically, I mean, you know, you were, you know, where we met was on Renovate a Rebuild, which was the, uh, uh, it is an award-winning sustainability show. <laughs> I believe we have one on the board. Um, tell me about your, um, and you were a judge on that show. Yeah. I mean, what did you most love about, you know, being part of Renovate and Rebuild? Uh, look, for me, it was the education of it too. So, you know, always keeping a student, really finding out, you know, the products that are out there, how they work, and then how, um, you know, that offering can be put back to the consumer. I think it's really important that I think people have, you know, got a, a small amount of knowledge, but they don't really know what to do, where to go, what to choose and why. So I think the show really um, emulates that really great conversation starter of, you know, or, or, you know, what is a five-star rating? Because generally people who are building a home and designing a home, it was arguably one of the last things that they thought about when the working drawings were starting to be, you know, to be done. Everything yeah. in their heads is all about, you know, pretty, beauty, fluffy, you know, it, it's how they wanted to you know, um, had their house look. It wasn't so much how they wanted to feel. Um, and there's a difference between, you know, walking room and feeling, um, you know, that they love all their surroundings. It's another of feeling, um, you know, comfortable in climate and comfortable in, um, you know, walking into that space, summer or winter. So I think that yeah. educational process is a great conversation starter that the show has, you know, opened up. And uh, I was blown away with, you know, the designs, um, you know, again, the feedback that I was starting to get back from, um, you know, my clients was was great because obviously it was really hitting um, you know, that sweet spot of, well, you know, what star rating do I need to have? Um, yep. You know, it allowed them to start looking at a power bill, whereas, you know, again, in a in a household of, you know, mum, dad and kids, you know, dad would take normally care of the accounts and mum would, you know, look at the pretty, you know, that's just sort of how the world operated. So when, you know, these women were coming to me saying, you know, oh, can I have a look at some beautiful fabric for a cushion? They were saying, you know, what is actually our, our energy bill? You know, how much does that actually cost us? You know, what, what am I using? Am I using gas or um, am I using induction? You know, what does that mean in, in our, you know, power world? So it was really getting that conversation started, which um, I, I thought was amazing. And the conversion rate of um, clients that we had started off at the beginning to where they are now, you know, really going, oh, I don't care about that stuff to, oh, well, hang on a minute, you know, I need to buy a Tesla. So, yeah. you know, that's the sort of conversion that I was seeing. So I was really proud of the fact that, you know, the education that I was getting and being able to impart on that consumer 
through, you know, this amazing TV show, just being a judge was phenomenal. So, yeah, no, it was a great experience and really looking forward to the next series. Absolutely. Season two coming, coming soon. And <laughs> um, and, and we're, we're both filming on Open Homes Australia season five. I mean, it's, go, it's going to air uh, mid-March. mid -March. So I'll shamelessly spruik that to the, uh, to the producers of Nine Live. Yep. Um, but it's been an absolute joy to film, and you particularly filmed a segment for um, Good Mates Mine and Power Solar and Anthony Lentini in, uh, and Don, I should mention Don, <laughs> in, in Perth. Oh, <laughs> How was that home? How was the home that you filmed? Yeah, incredible. So um, it was just, it was a beautiful modern home, but again, you know, having Don's um, understanding and, and his team, by the way, are just, you know, phenomenal. There was nothing that these guys didn't know, which was fantastic. So yeah. filming that home and again, you know, creating that open conversation, you know, through understanding, you know, the, the temperature when you walk through a home, the energy rating of the home, the, you know, the products that they used, um, you know, I mean, even just getting people to understand, um, you know, what, what a battery does and how it actually operates. And it doesn't have to be overly complicated and simplifying it down. It's all about how somebody feels about when they walk in their house and, and keeping that temperature control and thinking about orientation, um, you know, of windows and doors and products and, you know, thermal mass and products that you can use. And, you know, to be to be completely honest, before um, you know, we we started shooting, um, you know, and being a judge on Ready Set Reno, I was I was really quite ignorant of understanding, um, you know, the power of uh, you know of actually creating that energy efficiency. So yeah. you know, I've been on this really really steep learning curve, which has just blown my mind, and I'm just a huge advocate now of you know, really thinking about those things right at the very beginning. In fact, we've even put it now into our selection schedule of Fantastic. About, do you want solar? You know, why do you want it? Do you want to work with gas or or electric? You know, what sort of car do you drive and what do you think you're going to drive in five years' time? So it's really initiating, you know, those questions now, whereas, you know, that wasn't in our plan beforehand. So now um, it's it's absolutely a no-brainer and a must-have item. No, I love it. I mean, I can't, I'm absolutely, you know, I'm so I'm absolutely delighted that you know with the producers i'm working with obviously first with um renovate rebel and now open homes for energy matters and more so our industry to be included on these tv shows and yeah. um, we have a little segment on every single episode of open homes and where we get to you know introduce the technology and you obviously walked the walk through for this beautiful home in perth and um and it's amazing because it really does make everyone aware that you know you can have a stunning property that's just architecturally perfect but, you know, the impact you can have by adding sustainability, adding renewable energy technology would make such a such a big difference to not just us, but obviously future generations. I mean, yeah, absolutely. and I know I know you're adding it, but what would you you know, what's in your in your opinion? I mean, solar power, batteries, EVs. I mean, would you say they're worth it? Would you recommend it to every single person today to adopt into their into the home? Look, I think if you have children and grandchildren, um, and you're thinking about their futures. You know, we come from a generation um, of, you know, it really wasn't something that was thought about. You know, um, my parents, it yeah. was something that they weren't thought about. So, you know, our clientele now are sort of, you know, between uh, a 35 to 65. And, you know, they are in that generation now that they do have to think about sustainability um, and I think it's gone from, you know, the greenies or where people sort of thought, oh, it's only for the hippies and, you know, it's only for, 
you know, the people that, you know, want to go and recycle and all that sort of stuff. It's completely different now, especially in the homes. You know, it's something that has to be thought about. It's a conversation that needs to be had. And I think, um, you know, I feel that I have a, 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 a duty of care to really bring that to the forefront, which is why we've implemented what we've done. Um, I think, you know, electric cars are still a little bit scary for some people because they still, it's the unknown and anything that's unknown, you know, they get a bit worried about. But more and more people are starting to see, you know, the electric cars. And I think it's only a given, you know, there's hybrids now out there. There's other forms. And it's just going to be a natural transition of what it was from how we use, you know, the brick you know, the brick phones to a little iPhone. So it's just going to be a natural progression. And I think in, you know, even probably as early as five years, you know, those, you know, other things are going to be literally taken away. And so the choice is going to be narrow to this is what you're going to need to do, which I think is great. Um, you know, do I advise everybody? Yeah, absolutely. Now I do because I understand it. And I think that that's what it's about. I think it's understanding getting yourself educated, knowing the products that are available to you. You know, a lot of people just do solar because they think that that's what they have to do or but they don't actually understand what it does. Um, yes. And I think that programs like Open Homes and, um, you know, Renovate and Rebuild are those uh, shows that are going to bring them to the forefront. I mean, a funny story, you know, people didn't know what a scullery was, you know, a butler's pantry, a scullery. Yes. Until I was going to say, what is a scullery? No, butler's pantry. <laughs> that elusive scullery um and then the block did it and now everybody yeah. has it you know so it's it's just it's just one of those things that i think if you are consistent in the messaging and the narrative around and actually understanding the why and the passion behind the why um it just makes complete sense to people and i think the other thing that people were really worried about was um costing you know they didn't understand yeah. well it's going to cost me you know this to do that but what they need to be educated on but you do this but then you're saving in x y and z at the other end so you know i think as a um you know professional in the industry it's up to you know all of us to educate the consumer because that's what we do and we've got to get as much information ourselves um, you know, from the right resources to then put it into the market and with confidence and say, this is the product, this is why, and this is what it's going to do for you. Completely. I mean, and in today, I mean, I, and, you, and you're 100% bang on. I mean, in our industry, you know, the, the hardest messages to convey has always been about, you know, yes, there is an upfront cost. Yes, the upfront cost can be, you know, you know it can be $3,000, it can be $5,000, can be $10,000, depending on what technology you want to incorporate. But you are going to save money as a direct result. And of course, if, if, but by incorporating this technology, you're essentially, you know, in sort of helping to save the planet. You know, you can yeah. reduce your carbon footprint, which in a sense is going to help slow down the global warming. Yes. The great thing about, the great thing about today is, you know, and I think where people are starting to, to, to understand, you know, the investment first and foremost doesn't have to be an upfront investment. It can yeah. be on a finance arrangement or a buy now, pay later. And then you're saving money immediately on your energy bills. And after three or four years, you've achieved a return on investment, you know, which means yeah. your savings have now met the, the overall investment at the beginning. And you've got another 5, 10, 15, 20 years of savings to go to, to yeah. continue. And you're not buying electricity and you're obviously helping the, the, you know, the environment, period. So it's, it really has become a no, an absolute no-brainer. Um, so for anyone watching, no brainer. <laughs> you know, if you haven't got any energy in your home right now, definitely, definitely get it. Don't worry, I'll do some more shameless spruiking in a little while with, uh, with another banner. <laughs> but before I do, Natalie, I mean, what small changes can people make to, to, you know, to move towards a zero carbon future? 
I mean, what would you recommend a small yeah. fraction? It's a really good question because it's something that we also as a family had to look at uh, and I think everybody does and and I think it's also that thing where people go, well, is what I'm going to do making a difference? And, and the answer is absolutely yes. So, you know, things like recycling, reusing, um, you know, the consumer side of, you know, the consumerism, you know, looking at, you know, everything that you buy holistically, you know, even as little as going to, you know, the shop and looking at you know, the produce that you're, you know, that you're purchasing and how you then bring that home. It's, it's all of those little details and those little steps that I think people can take. I think in building, you know, really looking at, you know, your the product that you're using, um, you know, making sure that, uh, you know, it has got that sustainability, you know, side of things I think is really also important. Um, you know, but personally, you know, the, the rubbish recycling, the consumer side of things, the, you know, making sure that you're reusing when you can, um, you know, and that that's hard if you've come from um, doing nothing to doing, you know, those little small things and then getting the kids to, you know, be inviting into that. And I think also now the kids are just so knowledgeable and they're getting, it's getting oh, yeah. done it's great. And that they'll be the first ones to say, don't use that plastic bag. Don't, don't use that plastic container. Um, you know, so that's always that, that little reminder that, you know, we're actually doing it for them. You know, by the time that they get to our age, you know, we want to be able to, you know, know and look back and think, you know, we actually did do the right thing. And we're not just, oh, well, my, my conscious thing isn't going to you know make any difference. It actually does. So, you know, it's just, it's just the littlest things, but being conscious of, you know, those implementations that you can do every single day in all sorts of avenues and everything that we do. Absolutely fantastic. That. Yeah, definitely not concerned about myself. Um, so look, before we finish off, what's next for you? What's next for Indoor Island? Well, we've got so many different things going on. Um, we are just about to launch what we're calling our selections in a box range, which is really um, collaborating with some fabulous brands here in Australia, um, creating inter-island product brands um, wow. in tiles with um, mouldings. Um, we're doing a flooring range. Uh, you know, we're doing we're doing a lot. So, so that again was um, a piece of the pie or the market that we were seeing that people get really overwhelmed and confused trying to do selections for their house. So, um, you know, that's been something that has been on my agenda for probably about the last five years, which is amazing. Um, we're all also collaborating with the Home Beautiful magazine right now and uh, working on um, a series of different Hampton style looks. So that'll be launched in April over the next sort of six to seven months. And, you know, that's a really, uh, again, exciting project because I think for so long people have been thinking Hamptons, you know, blue and white cushions and, you know, the very classic traditional styles. And actually, you know, we've got a lot of different looks under there. When people go to the Hamptons and come back, they get it. And we can't sort of grab everybody and take them over there. So we're bringing it to them so that, you know, people can have these beautiful homes but can have, you know, they can be a modern look. They can be a more, you know, country farm look. They can still do your classic traditional. They can do coastal um, and a tropical look. So, you know, we're going to be really bringing that to the consumer again so that they understand they can have these beautiful classic time homes but have their own character and personality brought into them. And then we're linking arms with our online store, obviously, to then bring those looks so people can be really directed and go, okay, look, I'm, I'm modern. Um, I'm not all this, you know, eclectic traditional look. 
and then yeah. we can link them straight into, um, you know, the looks that but still have a beautiful classic clients home, which, you know, again, comes down to sustainability. You know, we don't want to keep having these, um, you know, different looks and different things all the time. We want to be able to have a beautiful classic traditional house, but we want to inject our personality into any of those different styles. And, and we're here to show them how they can do that. That's absolutely fantastic. I love it. I, I think I think my wife and I established that we're modern coastal. I think so. I think so. I think I am. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know. I think like well, a, a lot of my beautiful that. magazine, it'll probably nail it for you. <laughs> exactly. Well, well tune into that. Uh, tune into and when that does get released, we'll certainly be sharing it on our site too. So, you know. But Natalie, thank well, you so much. For your time today you know we absolutely love you you're an absolute legend an inspiration and um you know thank you for joining us today oh look it's been an absolute pleasure and thank you for educating me i mean you know it's been it's been an amazing um you know i mean journey just sounds so cliche but it really has it's been an incredible um education for me that i can then pass on to my clients and obviously help other people and then that encompasses and helps everybody now, awesome. Thank you so much. Well, I look forward to seeing you on TV and working with you again on Open Homes and on future shows. And obviously, and obviously we'll be in touch about designing and building our property uh, later this year. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> good on you. Thanks, Annie. Take care. Take care. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Okay, guys, before we finish up, just, uh, you know, um, remember that you can get up to three free solar quote and a free energy bill comparison via our website, energymatters.com.au. Uh, please make sure you like and subscribe to our YouTube channel and uh, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and LinkedIn. Um, other than that, it's been a pleasure speaking to you all today and we look forward to catching up again very, very soon. All the best, guys.